0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, the USDA March global supply and demand report is neutral, EU Black Sea export price spread collapses, and Argentina's maize crop is below analyst expectations. Prices continued on their downwards trajectory into the March USDA report, which for wheat revealed a 2 million metric tonne reduction in global ending stocks. Australian production was raised 1 million tonnes, Brazil 500k, and surprisingly 2.5 million tonnes in Kazakhstan. Indian production was increased 1 million tonnes, but this was offset by a 1.5 million tonne increase in domestic consumption and a 500k decrease in their exports, whilst their ending stocks are down 35% on last year. Global wheat production increases were offset by an increase in Chinese feed usage from the 2020-21 season, which reduced their ending stocks by the same amount. The USDA continue to estimate Russian production at 92 million metric tonnes, despite trade estimates in excess of 100, and exports at 43.5 million tonnes, which looks reasonable with their July to February exports at 29.5, including only 2.9 million tonnes in February following bad weather. The USDA left EU exports at 37 million tonnes, which looks a stretch with official figures to date at 20.7 million tonnes, although this is likely understated when compared to port data. The EU Commission's 32 million tonnes looks more realistic. The sharp decline in EU prices has, however, brought them into line with the Black Sea, which could result in optional origin sales, for example to Algeria, which were at the time of sale based on Russian execution being switched to the EU. Shipment from the EU, Romania, Bulgaria, Baltic states, would be quicker than queuing in the corridor for weeks on end, and execution costs, i.e. maritime freight and insurance, would be cheaper and would help to increase EU exports. UK wheat continues to find export demand to the EU, with reports of Ukrainian maize being rejected by millers due to poor quality. The USDA made uncharacteristically large cuts in Argentina maize and soybean production following their extended drought. Maize production was cut 7 million tonnes to 40 million tonnes, although the Rosario Grain Exchange last night dropped their forecast to 35 million tonnes. The USDA cut U.S. maize exports by 2 million metric tons, which was more than trade expectations. Ironically, they chose to do so now, when it's the world's cheapest origin, Brazil and Ukraine availability is drying up, and China reportedly bought 1 million tons of U.S. maize in recent days. Future price direction will continue to be driven by fund activity, ably assisted by the algos, when transparency of fund positions is still lacking following the cyber attack. Discussions on extending the corridor are apparently ongoing, with a positive outcome expected by many. It's in Turkey and China's interests as importers to keep the corridor open, as well as Ukraine, who rely heavily on agricultural exports for income. It's less clear how an extension benefits Russia unless sanctions are lifted, which we are repeatedly told is unlikely. On to malting barley in the headlines. Merchants are trying to find any buyer for old crop. UK and France have received their first rain spell in some time and the two largest buyers, China and Saudi Arabia, have been absent. There's still no demand for old crop malting barley, either for export or domestically. There are still some farm lots which are looking for old crop homes and generally some merchants are also long and trying to find any sort of buyer. Rain in the eastern UK has helped relieve the dry spell there and more importantly the French spring barley crop have received their first rain for some time. These crops were starting to suffer and as they still have a large subsoil moisture deficit further regular rain will still be needed. Global barley supply and demand is mostly unchanged. The 2023 crop is expected to be down slightly... ...as the six major barley regions are forecasted to be down by 5.5 million tonnes. The two largest buyers, China and Saudi Arabia, have been absent for some time. Sooner or later, they will have to come to the trough. And we continue to load our malting barley boats in the south... ...with Laureate shipped from Sharpness this week and at Portsmouth next week. These cargoes are delayed from February because of bad weather... If the weather holds, we should be able to catch up with shipments by the end of March. And oilsea rapes headlines this week. Well, rapeseed continues to drift lower with the monthly USDA report and a weak outlook for palm oil. The market continues to drift lower following matif rapeseed with signs that there's plenty of seed available. The European Commission have published EU rapeseed imports so far in 2022-23 to reach 5.67 million tonnes compared with 3.54 million tonnes a year earlier. A Friars report explained how EU rapeseed imports have gone from strength to strength this season thanks to huge supplies of Ukrainian and Australian rapeseed. Soybeans were a large focus of yesterday's USDA supply and demand report, with many waiting to see the crop reduction following ongoing drought conditions in Argentina. The report reduced soybean production in Argentina to 33 million tonnes, down from the 41 million forecast in February and below the 36.65 million tonnes average estimate from a Reuters poll. Chicago soybeans jumped up on the back of the report release, but closed only marginally higher. Crude oil has fallen on concerns that more aggressive U.S. interest rate rises would slow economic growth and dent oil consumption. On Tuesday, Jerome Powell, the U.S. Federal Reserve Chair, commented that economic data has come in stronger than expected and so interest rates may need to be raised more than previously expected. Following this, oil prices registered their largest daily fall since early January. However, a surprise drop in US crude inventories and Chinese demand capped losses. Palm oil has been pressured by the weaker rival oils along with a weak outlook. Thomas Michael, Executive Director of Oil World, explained how palm oil has lost its growth momentum as insufficient replanting and management constraints keep yields below potential alongside soaring input costs and strict sustainability criteria discouraging investments. However, industry officials and analysts have commented that Indonesia's biofuel targets increasing palm oil inclusion from 30% to 35% and the likely emergence of the El Nino weather pattern could further strain global inventories of palm oil and lift prices later in the year. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for April at £209, May 210 Feed barley for April 194, May 195, and oilseed rape for April 423 to 428, and May 424 to 429. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.